Welcome to the Bolstered Up Sports Podcast. I'm Brian Bolster. Please follow me on Instagram at bolstered underscore up underscore sports and on Twitter at BS underscore takes. Please share, rate, review, and subscribe. I appreciate all of the support. Today I'm joined by Lewis of Fanalyze Sports to discuss the NFL after the first couple of weeks, the state of the AFC North, what teams are primed for a comeback, and which ones are headed for a downturn. You can find Fanalyze Sports on Twitter and on Instagram at Fanalyze Sports with no spaces, and you can find their podcast on all major platforms, including Apple and Spotify. This is a great episode. Y'all make sure and listen. All right, Lewis, I appreciate you joining me today. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. All right, that's good to hear. I was concerned that you might be a little bit nervous now that your Browns seem to have the fourth best quarterback in the AFC North. Well, I don't exactly know what you're talking about. I think you mean the Bengals. The Bengals have the fourth best quarterback in the AFC North right now. I mean, listen, this this Joe Burrow hype is so just uh, – the, the dude's played two games. Like, yeah, he's done well, but let's just chill out a little bit. Baker Mayfield's way more proven. We all know that. So I'm looking for Mayfield to have a great year. Stefanski seems to uh, fit what Mayfield can do perfectly, so – I like what I see so far. Obviously, the Baltimore game, you're going up against one of the best defenses in the league, but I picked it up against Cincinnati, so I'm all right with it. Yeah, I got to agree with you. First off, with Burrow, it is just two games, so I get it. Don't overreact, but I love what I've seen from him, and honestly, this is probably one of the better divisions in terms of their quarterback play, so being fourth in this division may not be as bad as in other divisions. I have to agree with you again that Stefanski's going to set up Baker to have a successful season it's going to be interesting just because expectations kind of determine our happiness all the time right so like with Joe Burrow there's no expectations he has two pretty good games and it's like oh my gosh Joe Burrow he's so great and then the Browns have expectations and Baker Mayfield has expectations a lot brought on by themselves but it is a talented roster so that always plays a role now sticking in the AFC North are you still pretty confident in your prediction that the Steelers will win the division? So I I said that as a little bit of a hot take and like, look, I I like the Steelers a lot, nothing against them. I think they could go 12 and four, but I mean, the Ravens look like a 16 and 0 team. They did not play as well as they could have against the Texans and they were just dominant. It it just wasn't a game at all. It wasn't even close. So the Ravens just look like a 16 and 0 team. They're complete. They have a top three defense. They have a great coaching staff. They have Lamar, obviously. They have a great O-line, a top five tight end, a young developing wide receiver core. Uh, Everything about the Ravens, there's no weak spot on that team at all. So I definitely think the Ravens will get first. The Steelers, a, a pretty close second. And then Browns third, Bengals fourth. So that's my prediction. Yeah, and I've got to agree with you. Really with Steelers in terms of 12 and 4, I think that's very realistic for them. Off to a bit of a slow start to the season, but I think that's expected. Big Ben coming off the injury. Their defense still looks really good, but the Ravens, you mentioned they're a complete team. Like against the Texans, they really didn't play good, and the game wasn't all that competitive. And oh, looking at all. their schedule, I just can't see them ending up with less than 12 wins. 16-0, a little aggressive for me. It's going to be interesting seeing them match up against the Chiefs. Now they are at home. They have established themselves really over the past couple seasons. They're a better regular season team. But I got to agree with you. I just don't see the Steelers having the same ceiling. So I've, I've got to 
think that the Ravens are going to win the division. You know, when it comes to the playoffs, I'm still waiting and see with them. Obviously, they'll probably put themselves in a good position to get a bye and whatnot. But again, I'm not from Missouri, but I appreciate their slogan. They're the show me state. So in terms of the Ravens for the playoffs, that's where I sit with them. Sticking kind of with the Texans there, they're a team that's 0-2. They have a top five quarterback, in my opinion, in Deshaun Watson. Do you think it's still realistic for a team that's 0-2 to make the playoffs at this point? Yes, but for the Texans, I'm going to stick with no. That's, that's my basic answer here because Deshaun Watson, he looks alone. I mean, David Johnson, he played a really good week one, but he's just he seems like he's going to be kind of an on-and-off guy. The receiving core has not looked good. Will Fuller, I don't even know if he showed up for the game against Baltimore. I didn't see him all day. Uh, Brennan Cooks, he's fast. That's about it. So I, I don't trust anything around Deshaun Watson. He's going to be running for his life. Neither game, they were really too close in it. They scored some points in garbage time against the Chiefs. I, I think they're going to do better. I think maybe like a 7-9 and nine or an 8-8 eight and eight is a realistic prediction for them. But I don't see them going to the playoffs. See, the interesting wrinkle is when you look at their schedule, first of all, to me, they have hands down the toughest opening stretch of the season of any team in the NFL. Starting with the Chiefs, then the Ravens, then the Steelers. So I really expect them to go 0-3. But after that, they have the third easiest schedule in the league. And I still think nine wins can get them in the playoffs. Now, you're right. Deshaun Watson is alone on that team. But I believe in him. And, again, yeah, I definitely think they're a team that's going to be competitive. Seven, eight wins after starting 0-3 is still impressive when you wrap it in some context. Now, the other 0-2 teams of note, the Eagles, the Vikings, and Falcons, all had some playoff aspirations. To me, the Eagles are the only team, really out of the four that we've mentioned that are 0-2, that have a glaring loss, right? Like the Vikings, again, they've been blown out, but they lost to the Packers and the Colts. Just hearing it that way, that's not that crazy. Same with the Falcons. Again, the way they lost was brutal. But just losing to the Seahawks and Cowboys, when you say it like that, isn't crazy. Do you think any of those teams is more likely than the other to make the playoffs? That's really tough for me. I don't love any of them. If I had to choose one, it would probably be, you know, the Eagles offensive line, they're hurting with injuries. That's an interesting one. Once they get healthy, I could maybe see them making a run. But also the Vikings, I wouldn't necessarily sleep on them. They looked awful against the Colts. But I still have hope in Kirk Cousins. I think he's suffering like a shock of not having that Stephon Diggs, solid number two guy. But I see Justin Jefferson developing a little more throughout the season, and maybe he can become that solid number two guy to Adam Thielen. Um, also, their cornerbacks this season – Oh, my God, they lost so much. They lost Mackenzie Alexander, Trey Waynes, and uh, Xavier Rhodes. So that's really tough for them. But, yeah, I, I still trust the defense overall. Really good linebackers. Obviously, you got Harrison Smith back there. So um, Anthony Harris as well. I like the Vikings most out of the 0-2 teams. And they still need to get Hunter back, right? He's out oh, the yeah. first two games. I believe he's going to be out week three. And then there's going to be a chance that he can come back. So that's definitely going to help out that poor secondary. To me, they probably looked even worse than the Eagles, but the Eagles losing to Washington, that's tough. And Carson Wentz has not looked right. I know he's not being supported in the way that he needs. The receivers are bad. The offensive line is really bad, just like you mentioned. The injuries 
have absolutely decimated them. I really love the Falcons offense, but their defense is just brutal. And they still have to play the Bucks and Saints twice each. So I think they're really behind the eight ball. It's got to start with a win against the Bears. I'm still holding out hope for the Eagles personally, that they'll be able to pull something off that NFC East obviously is not off to a great start. So if Carson Wentz can get back to that MVP caliber play, I think, again, nine and seven can win that division. So I'm still holding out hope, you know, a highly rated Carson Wentz, and that's not looking great at least two weeks through this season. Is there anything that you had prediction-wise going into the season that, that really is not looking great for you right now? Oh, I'd say the Rams, no doubt. I had the Rams. My original predictions, which thank God I changed, had them like four and twelve, three and thirteen. I'm about to be wrong, possibly after this week on that. But I ended up having them like five and eleven or six and ten. I was so wrong on them because they just lost so much over the offseason. You're talking Eric Weddle, Corey Littleton, their main tackler, Nickel Roby Coleman, obviously Brennan Cooks. Uh, they just didn't seem like a team set up for success. When you think about it, they did go eight and eight last year, uh, almost made the playoffs, so and, and made the Super Bowl two years ago. But yeah, I was dead wrong on the Rams. I am shocked by the way they're playing so far. Yeah, you know they've got elite talent. They really have no depth to speak of. But if they stay healthy, I fully expect them to make the playoffs. I believe they went nine and seven last year, and we're the only team with a winning record that didn't make the playoffs. You know, I think they were just a popular team to beat up on, particularly the off-season moves that you pointed out and the contract moves, right? Like having to pay to give Todd Gurley away, right? That's a bad look. I actually think they stole one from the Texans, which, you know, we've seen that before with the Texans. But to get a second rounder for Brandon Cooks, like I thought that was actually pretty good because so far for the Texans, he hasn't done anything and – I mean, it's just a struggle for him to stay on the field and stay healthy. Has there been anything in particular that you feel like I've been as right as possible through two weeks? I know me and you have been kind of on that Russell Wilson train. So for me, that's what it is. But what is it for you? 100% on the Russell Wilson train. I've called him the best in the league. So I'm very proud of myself there. Um, I would say overall, my game picks, I'm 26 and six, which I'm pretty proud of. I'm gone 13 and three uh, both times. But I would say the main thing, I'd say I've been right on the Bears for the most part. Eight and eight last year was pretty disappointing. Um, You know, Trubisky played bad. I said that he would bounce back. I said we shouldn't give up on him yet. Everybody was hating on me, saying that that's stupid, calling him trash Bisky, saying they should start the career backup, Nick Foles. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of myself there. I'd say the Bears, I got that right for the most part. And they've got a pretty easy schedule coming up. So, You know, I, I've actually got to push back on that quite a bit. Out of the 2-0 and teams, or teams with a good start this year, I would actually think they're the team that is more full of crap than anybody. And honestly, Trubisky. Like, he's played five really bad quarters and three okay quarters. And, you know, I don't think they beat impressive foes. They beat the Lions. They beat the Giants. I really think they're going to get smacked around a little bit this week in Atlanta. And, again, the team is still pretty solid. But I think this is all the beginning of the end for Trubisky. I think they were kind of in the back of their minds hoping that he would struggle in week one and they would be able to put foals in again I could be wrong I've been wrong before but Trubisky to me 
The idea is if you want to be a rich man, bet against Mitchell Trubisky. It's worked out pretty well for me so far, so I'm going to keep doing it. You're going to see my best bets a little bit later this week, and the Falcons laying a field goal just might be one. We'll have to see. Is there a 2-0 team that you really think is full of crap? Ooh, I'm, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this because both my co-hosts are Raiders fans, but it has to be the Raiders. Drew Brees just did not look right. He looked lost without MT there. Uh, the Panthers, you only beat them by four. Your defense didn't look great. Uh, that pass rush, the secondary couldn't keep up with uh, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore. So um, th- those would, that would be the team I'd say is the most full of crap, the Raiders. I got to agree with you to some degree. I don't believe in them fully at all. But to me, they have something to hang their hat on, and that's their offense. Their offense looks pretty good. Derek Carr has gotten off to a good start, and in particular, the run game has looked really good. Now, they've got to sure things up on the defensive side of the football, and it's going to be an interesting test for them going to New England, playing in Gillette Stadium, even without fans there. I personally think Cam Newton and the Patriots are going to take it to them a little bit. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see. Let's continue to point out teams that we don't like and move to the Jets and the Lions. Who's got it worse, Lewis? I'd have to go. The Jets are going to be worse. They have just no talent. They have the worst coach uh, in the league, Adam Gase. The dude is a complete idiot. Uh, They have an incompetent offensive line. Jameson Crowder, their wide receiver one, would be a two or a three guy on most other teams. But the Lions, they have it worse because they have talent. Like you're talking Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, Danny Amendola, Matthew Stafford, a not bad offensive line, and they've just blown games so far. So the Lions have it worse. They got to get rid of Patricia. Both teams have something in common. Their coaches just are not going to work on those teams. So get them out of there. That's exactly right. Backwards hat, pencil man is absolutely awful, and the same with Mr. Crazy Eyes. Like, those guys are absolutely an anchor holding their teams down. I think the Jets have it worse just because of the things that you mentioned. Like, the Lions at least have talent. You can at least hope, like, hey, if we get a coach in here next year, we might be pretty good if we just patch up the secondary, patch up a couple things. The Jets have so far to go in terms of their roster. It's unbelievable. You know, you mentioned Jamison Crowder, and I kind of like him, but I honestly don't think he'd be the number two on any team in the league. I think maybe a number three, and he's been hurt. So, like, the little bit of talent that they do have has been injured this whole season. I know Galladay's been down for the Lions, but honestly, two franchises that consistently get beat up every year, and it seems like nothing's going to change for them. Moving ahead with the season, I know we're just in week three. What do you expect moving forward? And particularly, let's start with that NFC South. There's been a lot made of Brady and his old age. People were ready to pounce after week one. And then week two, people were ready to pounce on Drew Brees. And he's gotten quite a bit more hate than really I thought he would after that game. Although he did play really – I mean, he was not good. Yeah, he definitely was experiencing some of that shock of not having Michael Thomas. But, I mean, who wouldn't? Uh, Michael Thomas is just that much of a game changer. I don't think we should be sleeping on Breeze just yet. And Brady, with the talent on the Buccaneers, I cannot see him failing this year. So I see both teams doing extremely well, uh, over 10 wins for sure, for both of them. That would be awesome to see, and I've got to agree with you. I think those guys deserve the benefit of the doubt. The rosters around them are good. 
you know, it's going to take them a while to get going. The Saints traditionally start slow. Brady, new to Tampa Bay. So, I think they'll get that figured out, and both teams will be good, which, again, will make it tough on those Falcons. Now, I can't get you out of here without talking a little bit more Browns. I see that the Browns are laying seven points. How confident do you feel in the Browns beating Washington this week? Should they be favored by a whole touchdown? We just did our week three predictions. Uh, I have Washington winning. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to hear any more positive Baker talk out of you then. (laughs) It's not Baker. It's a horrible defense that looked bad against a rookie quarterback. He just tore them up. But more than that, the Washington defense, it's legit, especially that D-line. See, I think that's going to stop the run. And once our run is stopped, our offense is just not going to move. It goes back to that same sort of Freddie Kitchens type style of play. The play action isn't nearly as effective. So uh, I'm going Washington football team. As much as it pains me to say, I don't want to say it, but that's what I got. The Washington front seven in particular is absolutely legit. They'll make it tough on the offensive line, both in the run game and in pass protection. But to me, it sounds like you're wavering on Baker Mayfield, right? You say if they take away the run game, then the offense is just screwed, right? It doesn't matter that they have a top tight end, a top three, according to you, quarterback in their division, a top five wide receiver duo. I mean, Baker can't get it done. The third best quarterback in the AFC North can't get it done. Uh, not, not necessarily that. Let's not sleep on that Washington secondary and uh, against Baltimore secondary, which is obviously better. Uh, Baker, that OBJ to Baker connection, I still don't trust it. It's been one good week against Cincinnati. I just still don't trust the chemistry between them. So I think only bad things can come once that run game is stopped. Because that that is how we're going to win games this season is the run game, Chubb and Hunt. And the defense. Like, I think Dwayne Haskins, he's better than people uh, think he is. Him and Terry McLaurin have a great connection. So, I think our defense is going to get torn apart. All right. One last thing on the Browns. Because there's been OBJ trade rumor talks. There's been Allen Robinson trade rumor talks. You as a Browns fan, would you trade Allen Robinson for Odell Beckham Jr. straight up right now? Mm, mm. For Allen Robinson, straight up, yes. But would I trade OBJ right now? I'd say let's hold off on it. Uh, A week ago, I was screaming, trade OBJ, get him out of there. He's toxic in the locker room. All he does is complain when he doesn't get the ball. Ten targets, three receptions. And Allen Robinson, I I think at this point, he's arguably more talented than OBJ. Um, And he's not as much of a locker room cancer. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd do that straight up right now. But, but overall, let's just hold off for a couple more weeks on the OBJ trade rumors. I agree. It's good to be patient, and your analysis is good. Allen Robinson's kind of that steady force, and I think he's more reliable than Odell in that way. Now, I want to take this to college football just for a quick little bit. I know you're a big Oklahoma guy. I'm a big USC Trojans guy. We know what happens when those teams meet up, particularly in the national championship. It's absolute blowout city. We don't need to go back quite that far. Let's talk about right now, the present. Spencer Rattler, is he the man for Oklahoma? Oh, 100%. I am fully confident. He looks arguably coming into Oklahoma 
I, I might say that he looks better than Murray did coming into Oklahoma. He definitely looks better than walk-on Baker did going into Oklahoma. And that's saying a lot. You know how much I love my Baker. So that, that sounds kind of weird. But he looks arguably better than Jalen Hurts coming into Oklahoma. I love Spencer Rattler. I think he's absolutely the guy this year. No doubt. Absolutely dripping with talent. You hear only great things about him. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to continue that strong line of quarterbacks coming from Sooner Nation and absolutely light it up, which I guess brings me back to one more Browns thing. Should the Browns draft Spencer Rattler in two years? Move on from Baker Mayfield after his fifth-year option. Bring in Spencer Rattler. It's like a perfect setting of events. No, I I think re-sign Baker Mayfield. He's your guy. Get some help at the linebacker spot. That's, That's what I would say first and foremost. Look, if it really doesn't work out with Baker, which I know it will, then sure, get Spencer Rattler. I would be 100% fine with that. But Baker's our guy. Baker's our guy. End of story. All right. That's awesome. I appreciate it. I hope that one of these days we'll get to see Oklahoma and USC match up again. Although I love if, hanging If you up. guys make the playoffs. Hey, hey, hey. At least the Big 12's getting to play some football this year. It's looking like the Pac-12 is going to come around and follow the Big Ten, and hopefully I get to watch my Trojans play. But, again, I appreciate your time, Lewis. We'll have to do this again soon. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for listening to the Bolstered Up Sports Podcast. I'm Brian Bolster. Please follow me on Instagram at bolstered underscore up underscore sports and on Twitter at BS underscore takes. Please share, rate, review, and subscribe. I appreciate all of the support. Got big things coming from Bolstered Up Sports and my pairing with the Ryan Show Sports. You're going to want to stay tuned. I'm really excited about it. Thank you.